The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pistics Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Vincent. I'm your host. It is maybe Monday, November 1st. If you are watching with us on YouTube, as we recap the Chiefs defeating the Giants 20-17. to If you're listening in the podcast feed, it is more than likely Tuesday, November 2nd. Welcome to November, first of all. I'm glad that we all survived Halloween. We are, uh, we're going to recap this game. But first, I got to point out, if you're listening or watching on YouTube, hit the like button, whether it's your phone, your computer. I guess you could do it on a smart TV. I'm sure you can. Surely you can. YouTube's Google's smart enough. Alphabet. Palm Pilot. Palm Pilot. Whatever you're doing on. Hit the like button. If we get to your Game Boy. If you're watching on your Game Boy, you can hit the A button. That's like A button. How many likes do we need, Diva? 200 likes for the T-shirt tonight. We're halfway there, and, and the podcast is just starting, so wow. we're on track. <laughs> That's right. So 200 likes, we'll give away a Pick 6 podcast t-shirt. And the more stu- and I know this sounds stupid, but the more stuff that we give away, the more stuff we give away. You can see Ryan Wilson wearing his Pick 6 podcast hoodie. Also, if you are watching or listening, hit the subscribe button and hit the bell. Next to the subscribe button, you will get alerts when we go live and... That will let you know you can jump in and watch and listen and hang out. We go live. Uh, let's see. Coming up this week, so we're live after the, for this Monday night recap show. We are live Tuesday at 1 p.m. Wilson will be hosting the NFL draft, the mock draft special, I assume, with Chris Chaposser and, and uh, Josh Edwards. And at 3.30 p.m. on Tuesday, a special NFL trade deadline live show where we recap uh, if, if John Elway forgets to fax the, the trade for Elvis Dumerville, we'll, we'll recap that. Thursday at one o'clock, the NFL pick show with myself, Pete Briscoe, and RJ White. We pick every game against the spread. That's Friday's show that comes out in the audio feed, but you can watch it early and you know, probably get some some better lines and numbers. And then of course, Thursday night football. We'll recap that live and the full recap on Sunday evening from like 12 to 2 a.m. Smash that like button. Okay. Like we'll get to the hoodies. We'll give away hoodies and things. Chiefs beat the Giants 20 to 17 on Monday night. The Chiefs moved to four and four. The Giants fall to two and six. As I wrote in my column on CBSports.com, it is likely that the Giants are uh they're probably toast anyway at three and five, but they can at least have a fighting chance. 
they gave a good effort on the road as 10, 10 point dogs in Arrowhead. I don't want to say that Patrick Mahomes was too much for him because frankly, he wasn't. The Chiefs would look lethargic. The Giants played a bunch of two, two high, uh, two safeties back the shell, forcing Patrick Mahomes to be patient and to throw underneath. And he just didn't want to do it. It's not in his nature. He wants to go over top and he ended up throwing a bunch of kind of lame duck, deep balls. Tyree Kill, I mean, I think it was uh, uh, Andy Molitor on Twitter pointed out, he's like, Tyree Kill, 12 catches, 94 yards, and a touchdown. Wes Welker 2.0, basically, right? I mean, wild to uh, to see those numbers from Tyreek Hill. John Ross, actually the leading receiver for the Giants, two catches, 72 yards. Danny Dimes, 22 of 32, 222 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Mahomes, 29 of 48, 275, a touchdown and interception. Uh, Wilson, are you – I mean, do, how, how would you guys describe this win for the Chiefs? Because to me, it's sort of like – uh, panicked relief. They should have lost. What's that? They should have lost. They should have uh, lost the game for sure. At the end of the first half, for some hard to explain reason, um, Daniel Jones threw that out uh, on third and not goal, but I think they had a chance to get a first down uh, to one of the receivers. Maybe Sterling Shepard. I can't remember who, but he came up two yards short of the of the first down marker and went out of bounds. So that was an opportunity lost there. Uh, I, I talked to you about this earlier before Preach came on. To start the second half on their first two drives, they had fourth and one and fourth and three nearish midfield. They punted both times. Darnay Holmes had an interception late in the game, and uh, O'Shane Zeminis jumped offside. Yep. Uh, the Chiefs had a ton of penalties, 12 penalties for 103 yards. As you noted, Patrick Mahomes insisted on throwing the ball down the field and making a, a lot of questionable decisions with the football and got away with some of those things. The Chiefs didn't play well. They don't look like a good football team. They are currently outside the playoff uh, bubble as we sit here. The Giants aren't a good football team either, and they did it with a lot of guys down. Uh, Shepard went down during the game. Times I think Kadarius Tony hurt his, his wrist, and he came back in there. So they they were certainly shorthanded, but that's no excuse. They, they had a chance to win this football game, uh, and they weren't able to do it. You'll take the win if you're the Chiefs, but I don't feel good about it, and I don't think that changes anything. And in that division, and we just said yesterday, you know, this is good news for the Chiefs of the Chargers lost. And yes, they made up a game on them, but I'm taking the Chargers all day long in, in a matchup against Kansas City. And right now, I'm not taking Denver, but I think the Raiders versus the Chiefs. I don't know that I'm taking the Chiefs. I mean, what's the, what you, like the spread or just straight up? I'm straight up. I'll take the Chiefs. Neutral field. I'm taking the Raiders. Ryan, right now, who are you? Who's winning the AFC West? Just right now. We don't need the explanation. I just want a one-word answer. The team name. I'm grimacing as I say this if you're listening. Raiders. Ah, I, I want to say Chargers. Ah. I want to say Chargers, but Brandon Staley has been very disappointing to me in the last two weeks. <laughs> I mean, who are you saying? Chiefs are plus 170 at William Hill to win the division. He's going to sprinkle some more on. Sure. Chargers are plus 150. The Raiders are 3-1. to one. What's that? You, the guy who sprinkles salt on his food. Oh yeah, salt. Keep, yeah, yeah. keep sprinkling money on the Chiefs, and the uh, Raiders are. Where is it? Where are the Broncos to win the division? Uh, Sixteen to one. Oh, there we go. We got it up. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I just, I think the you know you could say that the Chiefs have looked bad, and the Chiefs have looked bad, and the Chiefs, you know, very concerning about their offense and defense. Well, their defense is just horrendous. I mean, if they're going to win, it's going to be because. They get some lucky. I, I would not want to be betting on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl right now 
even at God, 13 to one, that's the lowest they've been in a long time. You're going to take your, both of you taking them to win the division. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Okay, good. Cause I, I don't know. Like you keep trying to talk yourself into the chiefs, turning things around. We're halfway through this thing and they haven't played a good game yet. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> Let me let me give you a not even a fun fact. It's a sad fact if you're a Chiefs fan. It's a shocking oh, no. fact for the rest of us. The Chiefs have a worse point differential than the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're at minus twelve. It's bad. That's a shocking, shocking fact. Does that definitely include tonight? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, look, the Chiefs lost in. They should have lost in Week One of the Browns, but they won. Their losses are the Ravens, Chargers, Bills. And Titans. They're one and four in the conference. That's, I think if you say they should have lost the Browns, then you should say they should have beaten the Ravens. Because Patrick fine. Mahomes threw that game away with a dumb interception late in the game. Okay. Well, I'm um, just saying that that, that that the if you're gonna say they should have lost yeah, the Browns, I thought, gotta, I, I, I thought the, the two I thought the two the first <laughs> recent season look at Cody, look at Cody Benjamin's question real quick. So oh my god. For those of you listening on the on the podcast, our colleague Cody Benjamin, huge Eagles homer, so he's Peacocking after the Lions win, ask what would the Chiefs record be with Derek Carr at quarterback this year? If you had asked this question in August, uh, you would have been canceled on Twitter. Like this would mental asylum. Like, like, you'd be like be told that you'd be fired. But so here's the thing: like, we got Sean fired from. We, we would have banned you to uh, Alaska with. Swimming. They would have more than four wins, I think, if Derek Carr was their quarterback this year. Maybe it's four point five. Maybe it's five point two. I think that the way that Patrick Mahomes has played and that defense has been terrible. I get it. And he's had, he's felt like he's had to do more things than he normally might have to do. You think it's what? See, I don't know. You say Patrick Mahomes has been terrible, but I thought this game was really kind of uh, emblematic of how their season has gone. You look at the offense and it feels like Patrick Mahomes feels like he has to do too much because he has to. I mean, did you see Travis Kelsey tonight? He looked like he got possessed by like 40-year-old Jeremy Shockey. I mean, that's what we're talking about, tight end skills here. Uh, it, it didn't look like he – I don't want to say disinterested, but it, he looked the worst I think we've seen him in maybe in his career. I mean, he had that fumble. He had a dropped pass. Uh, he, he wasn't getting open. Uh, it just, and so the only target Patrick Mahomes had was Tyree kill. And that's only because he's faster than everybody else on the field. And he can always get open by two or three feet and Mahomes got him the ball. I mean, 18 of his passes went to him because he's the only reliable guy in that offense right now. But you know, Breach, and Brinson made this point. Derek Carr will check you down to death. Patrick Mahomes is not in his nature to do that. So I wonder well, right, if, but if, if Derek Carr's throwing check downs, the giants aren't playing a deep, cover two shell to, to keep them from throwing 40 yards. No, 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 no. I mean, to Wilson's point, like th- this is what Tom Brady did really well for so long is you're like, oh, we're not going to let you take us over top. He's like, all right, cool. Like I'm going to chew you up underneath and we're just going to keep going and marching down the field. And I'll make smart decisions in the red zone and, and use Gronk. Mahomes is the, the offensive line for the chiefs is not playing well. Mm-mm. Mahomes yeah. is getting pressured. And so he's leaving pockets early where he's, he is, he's getting pressured. He is also leaving pockets early. He is, you can see it, you know, Peyton Manning, the Manning brothers talked about it too, and it's, it's, it was obvious, but he's trying to force things down the field because for so long he's been able, for the first few years of his career, he's been able to get out of the, you know, get out of the pocket, run around, 
and push, you know, teams are playing man coverage against him. And that lets Tyreek run around or Kelsey run around and somebody's just open. He gets to anticipate and put it there. Well, teams are just changed how they're playing him. They're rushing with four. The offensive line isn't protecting, isn't holding up. So he can't stand back there and pick apart the zone. And the guy, they're playing more zone and they're leaving the safeties there so they don't get beat deep. And you saw, you could tell he was, he was driving him nuts to keep throwing to Daryl Williams. And he threw to him, I believe, a lot. He had six targets, six catches for 61 yards. I mean, uh, so, Derek Carr would approve those numbers. Six of six for 61 yards. That's that's pretty solid. Over so, under. I'm saying you're running back, whereas you have 18 targets to Tyreek Hill for 12 catches. Yeah. You know, and they look, they I don't I don't think the offense is stale. I think it's the defense is really bad. They don't you trust. say that after they just played their best game of the season, though. Who? The Chiefs defense just played their best game of the season. The the Giants have two players out there. Are you talking about tonight? I'm not saying that beating the stopping the Giants offense is impressive. I'm just saying that this was the Chiefs defense best game of the season. All right. Well, let me ask this. I'll start with Brinson because I seem to know where Breach is going. Over under on four wins for Derek Carr as the starter of the Chiefs right now um, in eight games. I don't think Derek Carr is winning more. It's, it's an interesting question from Cody. I don't think Derek Carr is winning more games. I'm taking the over. And the over might be four and a half. It might be 5.2, but I don't think he's doing worse. I, I think it's under. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it's not it's not all Patrick Mahomes' fault, but Mahomes is this is his worst season without question. Yeah. I saw I can't remember who it was. Uh somebody did somebody said it. They were getting absolutely roasted on Twitter, which is funny. They're like, or maybe it was it was Dov Climate was like, you know, Patrick Mahomes is not a top five quarterback. And he's got a long way to go to prove it. If you were ranking quarterbacks based on just this season, Mahomes is not a top five quarterback so far this year. Derek Carr has been a better quarterback this year. But circumstances, you know, I, I think. But if you asked any general manager in the NFL to, and they had, if there was a draft tomorrow with every player it's available, Mahomes is still one. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's what it boils down to. It's not like, like the, the, the struggling is a bunch of things together. You know, you mentioned the offensive line; receivers can't get open. Defenses are playing them differently. They're not adjusting well. There's just so much going on right now that, and Brent, that's probably why you keep sprinkling on they're going to win the division Sprinkle. because it feels like. They have to click eventually. But as Wilson said, we're halfway through the season. You're running out of time where you're going to click. So, I, I mean, it's an odd case because it, uh, it. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Do you, I mean, do you remember what was it? The in 2014. Patriots, I don't know if you guys recall the uh, they lost to the Bengals on a, on a Monday night. I thought lost to Kansas City. Lost Kansas City on a Monday yeah. night. Excuse me. And they're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah that was the we're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, we're on to Cincinnati. Um, and I know it was week four when they lost that, not week eight. It's it's a big difference. But they were two and two, and people were writing every year. This the the Chiefs have replaced the Patriots because every year the somebody was like, "Oh, the Patriots dynasty's dead." When somebody is at the top and considered infallible, inevitably people want them to fail and mm -hmm. want to see them get knocked down a bit. And right there, look, Mahomes is seven. Also. So Those are Cody Stafford's Benjamin's done. Cody Benjamin's rankings prior to the week eight game. If you're looking Matthew at it on been better than Patrick Mahomes all year for sure. Right. And by the way, breach to your point about Patrick Mahomes, according to Football Outsiders, in terms of value per play this season, Mahomes is ninth, and just a hair above him is Derek Carr. So they actually haven't been that much different on a per play basis, but it's just. The mistakes appear to be more glaring for Patrick Mahomes because we're watching those games a lot closer, I would imagine, than than what old Derek Carr's. I mean, do. the idea that I mean, no one's taking Derek Carr over Patrick Mahomes. David Carr is. Well, David Carr would take anybody over Patrick Mahomes. I mean, ever, yeah. Um, 
The but I think just the losses, I, I think, by the, Chiefs, the losses by the Chiefs have been to playoff caliber teams in the AFC. That's a concern for sure. But they've been to playoff caliber teams in the AFC. Coming up, they have the Packers in week nine, the Raiders Derek in Carr. week 10. Yeah. And the Cowboys in week 11. Man, they had to have this game tonight. Losing this game would have been a problem. What where, is their record? They're where are those four. games? Where are those games? Uh, Green Bay at home, Raiders on the road. Green Bay at home, uh, 425. Raiders on the road, uh, Sunday night football. Cowboys at home, 425. Oh. And then bye. So what it, is the record? They're 4-4 four four after those three weeks. 1-2. and two. And if those games had all been on the road, they would be... They would not be favorites in any. Wilson, you know what's funny? I think one and two also, but I don't know which one they're going I don't to either. win. It literally could. Be, I mean, they might go out and upset the Packers, right? Or they get to that third game right before the they're, they're four and six, favorite. and they're, they're desperate fa- and they beat the Cowboys. They're favorite against the Packers, right? I know, but I mean, it's still. No, I I said that I didn't think they'd be. They should be favored in any of those games they're if they're all if they're all on the road. I said. Well, I mean, they're favored against the Packers. Breach and I yesterday did a podcast talking about the line. And by the way, that line is not going to shoot up as I suggested now because they beat the Giants by three. Um, if anything, it might drift down towards a pick. I think I think they'll find a way to win two of those games. Split with Green Why? Bay. Why? Why do you? This is like the 49ers conversation with you. Why do you just keep talking yourself in the same things when it's clear that nothing has changed? Like, what's going to change that they're going to beat I mean, the Packers? Andy Reid is a Hall of Fame coach with a track record of being able to fix things. Yeah, <laughs> he's had two months. months. Huh? He's had two months. I don't. I mean, I don't care. Like, I like the Packers, like Andy Reid, like Patrick Holmes. I, they all seem like decent people, in a great organization. But I just based on the eight games that we've seen, I don't know why you would think they were going to beat the Packers and or the Raiders and or the Cowboys. And I would just like to say, when I said that the, the Chiefs might upset the Packers, uh, that Brinson clearly hasn't seen the most recent numbers. That the the point spread has actually flipped, and the Packers are favored. Uh, that's what the points hey, were hey, when hey, I got on the here. podcast. You also had not dunk, seen those dunk, numbers. I'll dunk, take the dunk, but you hadn't dunk, seen those numbers. Dunk. You're caught on a lucky oh, break. Oh, <laughs> you got what a lucky break that is. <laughs> Unbelievable. He Kramered that one. Fell ass back. There is a chance that Breach was doing his picks or working on his picks. I was. And saw and saw and, and was and was thinking about that. What is the, the line now, Breach? Uh the Packers are favored by one. Oh, spicy. So it literally flipped three and a half points. Because of how badly. Actually, you know what? I don't believe that you knew that. And I don't believe that you saw that because it, the, the line would have come up after the game, the Giants and the and the and the Chiefs game, and you were doing grades. You weren't looking at lines and doing your picks. You were doing right. grades. No, and you I just caught a lucky break. <laughs> no, I update my picks record at the bottom of my pick story before it takes like uh-huh. 10 seconds. But I think the takeaway there is that everyone, including Vegas, understands that the the Chiefs are struggling, except for Brinson. No, no. I'm it, fully aware that the Chiefs are struggling, right? You are the well, – is that a dog that's sitting in that gift where the building's on fire? Everything's fine? I don't know what sitting that is. Sitting in the chair? Yeah. That's Brinson <laughs> at, sitting at Chiefs headquarters. I mean, I mean, of course everything's not fine. They're four and four. It's, it's not great. But, I mean, stop acting like there's no chance the Chiefs can beat the Packers. No, you said two and one over that stretch. I think that's I think a, it'll beat the Packers or the Cowboys and beat the Raiders. You want to bet on it? Yeah, sure. You shave your head if you lose. <laughs> I'll, I'll shave my head if I lose. Breach, where uh, where'd you find that line, buddy? Bet MGM. See, so you, you got him now, Breach. He's like he's scrambling. I'm looking, I'm looking <laughs> checking different. my work. That's what he's doing. I, I looked at four different sites and I haven't seen it. So if you could kindly hold up your phone or your laptop to the screen and show us that line. Oh my goodness! Leave him alone. Uh. Uh-uh. 
<laughs> uh, well, Bre- Breach looks for that. Vicky Garcia leaves in the in the. Oh, there it is, right there. Vincent always tries to find a way to use the dunk button back, but still fails. That's that. all right. I mean, I'll, I will. Uh, I will take. Uh, I will definitely take. Sprinkle some on the Chiefs as an underdog. I know. I mean, I'll be picking the Chiefs for sure in expert picks. By the way, first. Uh, well, we only yeah, care who Wilson's yeah. going to pick since he's dominating. Uh, well, oh no, this is the, seven and eight. First week under five hundred this week. First week that Brentson's beaten me, I believe. And what and the so. comeback's on? He said he was going to come back if he I'm comes back. No, he ain't coming back. But Wilson's I mean, still thirty-one games over five hundred. I'm like, uh, I'm worried about this guy. I'm not worried about. I'm seventeen games below. I got, I got, I got a ways. Oh, uh, you picked up two games on him. I'm the Raiders. He's the Chiefs right now. That's that's accurate. Yes, I'm much better at what we do, and. uh you happen to get lucky, you got a lead. Clear. 51 68 oh! Imagine dunking on someone with a 51 and 68 and three record. <laughs> I mean, it, it is crazy. Like you can, I mean, I was I was in fifth place, I think, in our in like my in my home league or whatever. We do pickups, we got like 70 people in there. And you have two really bad weeks, or and like plus like one like pretty bad week, and you are just out of it. Oh yeah. And Prisco's doing his little frog march right behind me. I gotta, I gotta keep my eye on him. <laughs> I know he is. Ribbit. He's making his move. <laughs> making his move, Ribbit. Uh, I mean, I was having Breach had a bad record too. Talks of smack to him too. No, I'm above good. 500. Wow. Is, oh, we only have uh, three guys above 500 for this for the season. Right? Four and guys. two of them are on this podcast. That's right. Ooh, I mean, I, we've ouch. established that I'm not. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Ryan is all right. Ryan. So you 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 would bet on the Chargers to win the division over the Raiders? Would you? you would I said the Raiders. I said the Raiders earlier. I said the Raiders two weeks ago when they were like plus fifteen hundred. Ooh, and you guys laughed at me. No, I'm sure we did. I did not though, so I should laugh at myself. Yeah, that's uh, that's your fault. Oh, you didn't actually put money on it, but you you said it on the podcast. I see. Well, um, we were it, you know we were talking about who the best value was, and I said it was definitely the Raiders because they were tied for first at the time. They were plus fifteen hundred. Well, I'm sure I was. Still- I want to I want to point out too on the Chiefs that. While I I personally believe they will go two and one, it is entirely possible they go zero and three on that stretch. Well, are- okay, so two and one plus one fifty—that's too high. Um. Well, if you maybe it's not that that might be right. What What do we think the What do we think the line for Raiders at or Chiefs at Raiders on a Monday Night Football game will be? I bet it'll be Chiefs like like. Minus Two. one or something. Yeah, well, it depends on what happens against the Packers. But I think just because people like you believe the Chiefs, even though the Raiders might be quote unquote. Well, if they better. beat the Packers, they will probably be slight favorites at the Raiders. So let's it, as long minus, as they don't get blown out by the Packers, I think they'll be slight favorites against the Raiders. Minus two and a half. Yeah, it sounds right. That's yeah. That's getting a little rich. Well, that would mean yeah. they'd be minus eight and a half against the Raiders at home. That's well, that much. means uh, basically what you're going here is that I think it'll the, be a pick the, the Chiefs going three and zero here is probably going to be like plus five hundred. Well, I'm trying to play all three games. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get. Uh, Let me ask you this, Breach. Better chance the Raiders win the division, as we sit here, or the Chiefs go three and zero. Raiders win the division. <laughs> <laughs> My God, the, the, the Chiefs. I, I just have an almost impossible time seeing them going three and zero in this stretch. Like they but, scored. What was the final score? Seventeen. They scored it was twenty, 20 to seventeen, and one of their touchdowns came because Daniel Jones threw a dumb interception <laughs> that set them up at the 13 yard line. So they literally only had to drive 13 yards to get that touchdown. And you take that out. If Daniel Jones doesn't make that. What are, mistake, uh, what's, the, what's the line of the chiefs and the, Cow- and the Cowboys in Kansas? City? That game's in Kansas city. 
I think the Cowboys are favored by if Dak's playing, they're fa- I bet the Cowboys are favored one or two. Yeah, one or two sounds right. Uh, so basically, like three kind of even games is what we're looking at, and that's based primarily on the fact that people love still love the Chiefs. I'm going to make the Chiefs minus two at least against, at home against the Cowboys. And that, that's bonkers, but okay. okay. Wins over the Cowboys are not going to be favored in Arrowhead. All right, we'll if, see. If the Chiefs beat the Packers or the Raiders. But as we sit here, yeah, the Chiefs lose, if the Chiefs lose both of those, then yes, the Cowboys can be favored. Okay. I, I'm just trying to get the numbers for a parlay on what this would be. Uh, plus 548, plus 550, basically. Yeah, so Breach nailed it. Plus 500. So would you rather have the Raiders to win the division right now, or are you taking the Chiefs win three in a row? Those are kind of correlated, but I mean, yeah, but you got to do it now. So that dude, let that inform your decision. Right, I get three to one. I'll take the five and a half to one over the three to one. Well, Breach and I disagree with you, so we'll see what happens in three weeks. Right. My goodness, I mean, I'm, saying, I'm not saying it'll definitely happen. I just think that I know I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying that's anyway. Breach, are you were saying about the interception there? No, oh yeah, saying. I was just saying that that was. If you look at what the Chiefs' offense did in this game, you take out that touchdown because Daniel Jones basically gifted them a touchdown uh, with that Willie Gay pick that went down to New York's 13-yard line, and then Kansas City scored four plays later, and they only had to go 13 yards to get that touchdown. So if Daniel Jones does not just hand them a score, you know, maybe Kansas City doesn't win this game. So that's another layer to the how much their offense is struggling because even this final score wasn't indicative of the game because they probably shouldn't have scored 20 points. and the so, Giants, you mentioned that the dumb interception and some of the Joe Judge decisions. By the way, pedantic point breach. You know the difference between a gift. You said gifted that interception between a gift and a present. Uh, a gift is that like uh, you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> a present is your present. A present is where you are because you're not in the future and you're not in the past. You actually being goofy, but you're right. A present <laughs> is your present when you give that to them. A gift is like something you whatever you mail to. Them. I, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you can't. So, well, literally, Daniel Jones airmailed this one, so he, it was a gift. He, that's right. I guess in that sense, yes. Or he presented the ball to <laughs> William Gay, and he took it and almost scored. But yeah, not William Gay. Uh, William Gay's the cornerback uh, for the Steelers. What's what's it Gay's first name? Who intercepts that ball? I mean, it is it is Willie Gay. So yeah, not, it is. Yeah. Well, you confused me. I was like, I was going to right. see how long it took to figure that out. Yeah. Um, I got him confused with with. The let's, take really a, uh, let's take a break, but uh, I saw I saw a question in chat mixed in amongst mostly people just thrashing me, which I guess isn't apparently like, like it's just literally like like blasting me. That's called the typical Monday night. It's, it's called <laughs> in the Brinson house. Thank God we got on YouTube. Um, hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube, by the way, and we will answer the question: Which division leader is most likely to miss the playoffs? Oh boy, you boy. After the break. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
So we'll get to the Giants in just a second, but I, I thought was, I just thought this was a good question. Which division leader is most likely to miss the playoffs? Here are your choices. Buffalo. Baltimore. Is it miss the playoffs? Is it, that was a question, right? I think. Do you see that question in chat, Tebow? Certainly it's miss the playoffs, not lose their division lead because, you know, a lot of these are very close. Buffalo, Baltimore, Tennessee, Las Vegas, Dallas, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, or Arizona? I think that was a question. Maybe it was. You'd also feel free to say lose the division lead later on, too, if you want. Uh, lose the division lead. I, I'm not going to go with the Raiders because I'm just said they're going to win the division, if you're asking me. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Arizona Cardinals because, as we've noted, concerns about Kyler Murray's health. Not that he's incredibly banked up now, but historically he, he does have a history of struggling to stay healthy and also more importantly because that division is so so incredibly good uh wait we're saying lose the lead or not make the playoffs i'm trying diva is spending too much time in the chat i can't find anything all right well if it's if it's which, I saw, which current division leader this is uh, atheist for the calls which current division leader is most likely to miss the playoffs as much as ryan did you guys not, just hype up wait who did you say ryan I said the Cardinals, but I said to lose their division lead. That's what I was starting with, and then no one listened to me. So, so who uh, would you say? Who would you say for missed the playoffs? Uh, Breach, go ahead, and I'll circle back. I have to think about it. I think it's got to be the Raiders. So just just to be clear, okay, go ahead, uh, Wilson. Who would you take? Uh, I'm taking the Ravens because that means the Steelers are going to win the division. Okay, so you you you're just not saying the Raiders. I just no. said earlier while you weren't listening that I I don't want to say the Raiders because I just picked them. To win the division, so right, yes. you don't you you admit that it would be pure hypocrisy to do it. Breach this deal. No, these things like, are right, not mutually me. exclusive because you are asking, you're making me pick a team, no matter what. Here, <laughs> and if you look at the standings, the Raiders are only one game ahead of the seventh seed, even though they're the second seed. So it is very conceivable that a team that's only one game ahead misses the playoffs. But if you look at a team like the Cardinals, the Cardinals are three games ahead of the seventh seed. So it would take an absolute disaster for them to miss the playoffs. I think a team that is only one game from being out of the playoff race has a better chance of missing playoffs than a team that is three games out of the playoff race. And it's race. definitely going to be a team in the AFC, too. I don't it think is that. going to be a team. Yes. The, te the division leader that misses the playoffs will be in the AFC because you have six and one Dallas. And that was sort of my point from last night again in that column. I wrote seven and one Green Bay, six and two Tampa. And you know, New Orleans or the Rams could catch. Tampa or Arizona, respectively, very easily. I mean, they're not you know, not far behind or tied with them. Uh, you know, half a game back, or you know, or even essentially, or half, I guess they're both half a game back. Um, in the AFC, though, I mean, there are three teams that could catch the Raiders, and the Raiders haven't played the Chiefs yet, right? Yeah, they haven't played the Chiefs yet. Have the Raiders played the Cardinals or the Chargers? I don't. Think so. I don't know. They've played two division games. They probably played the Chargers once, right? Uh, it's so impossible to remember anything in life anymore. They have well, played the Chargers. They lost the Broncos. Yeah, they beat the Broncos and lost to the Chargers. Beat the Broncos lost to the Chargers. So, I, I mean, we, I think we all think, and frankly, you know, we talked to the Von Miller trade in the in the lead up to the podcast. But you know, the Broncos traded Von Miller. They're four and four. I mean, they, they're they are acknowledging that they are probably not making the playoffs. Well, you know, what's funny is that none of us mentioned the Titans as a possible candidate to miss the playoffs, even though they just lost Derrick Henry. And I feel like that's because it almost feels mathematically impossible. If they just go four and five in their final nine games, 
the Colts would have to go eight and one to win the division. Correct. So yeah, I feel like the Titans maybe ten and seven, and the Colts be the Colts because the Colts have to get one game above them because right because the season sweet. And if you look at the Titans' schedule, man, that indie game is so huge for them because you know we've seen conflicting reports too. It's like one's like eight weeks. Derrick Henry might be back, but then Adam Schefter of ESPN said uh, he would be out for the season. They have the Rams, Saints, Texans, Pats coming up before their bye, but they still have games against Jacksonville, Miami, and Houston. They have two games against Houston left after the bye. So after the bye, they have one, but they have two total. So, I mean, it looks like they should have, with or without Derrick Henry, four wins on the schedule to get to 10, which means Indy, like you said, Breach, ha- almost has to go eight and one, which feels very, very difficult. Yeah, agree. and I think that, well, I was just going to say, I think it's kind of a semantics. Like when Schefter says season, it, he should he should be specific about whether it means regular season or actual end of the year. Uh, and I think the scuttlebutt is that Derrick Henry would be back for the playoffs. That's what I was going to say. I wouldn't, I would tell him to sit in a lazy boy until January 10th. And Absolutely. then there's no reason for you to be out there. No reason. Cause I mean, again, if you can beat the Jaguars, Texans twice and the dolphins, you're going to be the four seed at absolute worst. Get Derrick yeah. Henry healthy, bring him back for the playoffs. I would, uh, I mean, the Titans are definitely, the possibility, I think. I mean, the the two the two most likely ones though, Baltimore and, and the Raiders. I was joking about the ball about. Well, I mean, just only because you know you have it, it's a, almost the exact same setup. You have two teams that are five and two, and everyone below them is five hundred or better. Just there, there's going to be a ton of division games. You could lose those. They're going to be close. Well, Guys let me ask. Hurt. Let's ask Breach. Breach. What are the chances that you think the Ravens don't win that division? That they don't win it. Yeah, I might miss the playoffs. I know, but I mean, you got to start somewhere. I don't think they missed the playoffs. I mean, I, I would if I had to put a percentage on it, I'd give the Ravens like a sixty percent chance of winning the division. Uh, Fifty-two point six, according to Football Outsiders. Ooh. Yeah, I might even go. Winsor Wilson might be closer to sixty-five percent. The chances they miss the playoffs is actually less than zero. Did you know? Uh, did you know that no team in the NFL had a bigger drop in their playoff odds? Oh boy. Yeah, boy. This past the week, in the Bengals, thirty percent. Let me ask you this: What did the Jets' playoff odds go from from week four, week seven to week eight? Uh, they went. It went up one percent. <laughs> so you traded one percent. It, it went from point two to one point two. You know what? That loss built character. Breach traded one percent for thirty percent. Correct. Okay. Uh, speaking of one percent teams, the Giants are probably a one percent team now. They were 3% coming into tonight. Would guess they'd be down around 2%. They are basically toast. What? Um, I, I mean, I thought Daniel Jones played okay. No, he he played okay. Their he offensive had, line is a disaster. Uh, well, as Breach noted, he threw a terrible interception. Yes, terrible. terrible There's no one you're blaming for that. He had, a, there was a pass to the, to the, uh, to the sideline. It was a, it was a 10 yard gain for Kadarius Tony. Legere Sneed fell there. down. It would have been a pick six. Yeah. Uh, he had a couple throws like that where he's just blindly throwing the ball. Uh, 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 hold on. The first possession after halftime, the Giants had a third and one. And if Jones would have thrown the option pitch, uh, it would have been an easy first down, probably for a 10-yard gain. But instead, he decided he wanted to take on two Chiefs defensive linemen by himself. He got stopped cold, did not get the first down. And instead, Joe Judge ended up punting the ball on uh, fourth and, four, one fourth and a half foot. 
which so, just made them both look like fools because he yes. shouldn't have punted there. And Daniel Jones also should have pitched the ball. I mean, I don't know what he was thinking. So that's three bad plays, like three, three plays in the NFL quarterback has to make the right decision. And he didn't. Yeah, he he's okay. But he, I mean, he's made some quote unquote strides. He ranks 25th in DVOA just ahead of Jared Goff and Tua Tonga by before this game. So that's a good list. Yeah. I, I'm not <laughs> him. Uh, Jason Garrett, Joe Judge, Dave Gettleman. I mean, you could drop a list of guys that you have questions about. Danny Dimes isn't at the top of it, but he's not. Well, watching the Manning cast, it felt like both of those guys were doing their best not to blast Jason Garrett. Why? Well, I feel like Ey's got all the connections in New York. He still works for the team. He does stuff for them. He's, he's not. By the team. Yeah, he's not going to. Yeah, he's not going to be. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, so at one point, um, when, when was it? Joe Judge called a timeout uh, leading up to a third and four in the red zone. And the play that they draw up ends up with Daniel Jones throwing the ball two yards short of the sticks. And they get, they gain two yards after calling a timeout. And Michael Strahan had been talking about, like, saying, why are these guys throw short of sticks? Why are they short of sticks? Like, like, you know, that's what I'd love if I'm a defender. I want that happening. And, you know, when it happened, he was, like, losing his mind. Because I guess it was the second quarter because it was Strahan. Uh, oh, no, third quarter for Strahan. And, um, or second, whatever. whatever. It was second. It, it was a second and 10 from Kansas City. Or, uh, uh, third. Yeah, yeah, it was a second and 10. They gained six yards. It's third and four. And they ended up settling for a field goal, right? Yes. Yeah, and, and, uh, was, yeah it, they went eight plays, 86 yards, and 352. And it looks like they're going to, you know, have a chance to tie it right before halftime. Or you know, before the two minute warning, and they throw this ball short of the six. Strand's losing his mind, and Eli's like, mm. he's like, man, I know you can't say anything bad about the Giants because you're being paid. But it's like, like, come on, and it, I don't know. It feels like I, I feel like J, Daniel Jones is going to end up being a good quarterback for some other team in the second stint. It's about a lot of players on this team. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you guys heard it. I put it in Slack, but Joe Judge can explain part of their struggles at every single stadium this year home and away i've had issues personally is that your staff look i I don't know look i I don't want to make this all about headsets we have things i'd say this whoever's in charge of it whoever the guys who look jordan i don't know the exact answer if that comes more through the league or us exactly but they better fix it fast yeah that's it that's that look i'll get you all the details and stuff later and who does all that stuff you know, we get the communication back. We say, hey, listen, these things have been an issue. And then we get told they've adjusted this, they've done this, they've done this, whatever it is. Like like I said, we try to adjust and use different hardware. It hasn't been allowed, so we'll keep on moving on. Again, look, I don't want to make this about stupid headsets. That's not what this is about. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't the factor in the game. we got to do other things on our own to make sure we have success. Wait, what? If it's is not an serious? issue, why are you bringing it up? Like, don't even mention it. it did, did he bring that up by himself? I don't know. I don't know what the, the question was. I'm sure I would like to think that someone prompted him to, to answer that question. But look, man, here's the thing. If the headsets or aren't working. Somebody probably said, how are you so bad at managing the clock? <laughs> and I'm sure he just went on that tirade. Let me ask you this. If the headsets have been a problem for seven straight weeks for you as the head coach, would you have a backup plan like hand signals? signs i mean like if we we had podcast audio issues and devo took care of it right like he's like found a way like to have to like 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 break arms to get these road cat get these like this nice equipment for us i mean you're you're running a football team bro when you when you start blaming the headsets that's probably the sign that you shouldn't be a head coach anymore it's worth noting though the the league handles 
all the communication. So that's not the Giants. Like he, that's what he was trying to say. But even still, if they're not working, have a backup plan that is old school manual, whether it's a sheet of paper, whether it's, like I said, hand signals. Like you could call out and say 27 and you look on your on your what wristband if, for 27. What if the NFL looks into this and they're like, Joe, the headsets shut off at the 15 second mark, bro. Like, <laughs> every every other coach idea. knows that. But he's the only one who's had issues with the headsets. And he said home and away. By the way, Jason Garrett's like, my headsets haven't worked for 10 years. So I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's right. Jason Garrett said, so I've been talking about this. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's when you fall to two and six and you realize it. And, and here's the thing is that it's, I, I, I think that it's likely, I guess, that the owner, the giant ownership group will fire Dave Gettleman. And if they fire Dave Gettleman, one would hope that they're smart enough to also move on from Joe Judge because you know, you just can't have him, you know, you can't have Joe Judge coming back for a third year and Dave Gettleman's fired. Uh, Art Stapleton uh, says, Joe, tweeted, Joe Judge says he threw his headset down after the fake field goal because the Giants did not execute the right way. This is back in October 2020. Oh, oh this is from, oh, sorry, Debo. Oh, Debo has a theory that he broke it in October of last year and they haven't fixed it since. <laughs> That's a great theory. I mean, Oh, that's hilarious. Here's here's what I always come back to, and Breach brings this up because I bring it up all the time. How is Bill Belichick responding to that question? How's Mike Tomlin responding to that question? How's Andy well, Reid? I mean, Mike to that Tomlin question? is Mike Tomlin has complained about the headsets in Gillette Stadium, but but that's probably something that's real. And you never hear anybody else. You never hear anybody else complain about headsets like this. I don't it's even know. Wild. Again, it doesn't matter if the question was how much do you hate headsets and how much did it factor into the the loss today. You just say it's not an issue. We're talking to the league and you move on. Belichick would have just, somebody said, well, why'd you botch the timeouts? And Belichick would have said, I did what's best for the team. Right. It's my fault. We didn't coach well enough. We didn't play well enough. We'll get better. He wouldn't have blamed the NFL and thrown them under the bus for seven weeks of non-headset functioning. So let's say the Giants finish with uh, a poor enough record that that Dave Gettleman is fired. Do you think that Joe Judge will also be shown the door? Well, let me just tell you that the Giants' next two games are Raiders and Buccaneers. That's not good. Let me ask you this, Breach. Better chance the Chiefs go 3-0 and or better chance the Giants go 2-0? and uh, Better chance the Chiefs go 3-0. and Yeah, I think it, <laughs> 10 times out of 10. <laughs> so, it, I mean, the, the, then the question becomes, does um, – does the new head coach and the new GM keep Danny Dimes around for a year? I would say probably just because yeah. you got him on the rookie contract. Right. You, unlike a coach or a GM or someone that you can just sort of move on from, you have to have a backup plan for your right. quarterback situation. But there, and, and the thing is, they're trending towards a high pick, but probably not more, you know, a top 10 pick, not like a top. But also, pick. as one of you said, uh, Brinson, you said it, like Daniel Jones might actually play well with a more competent coaching staff yeah no think about this like what if he's in new england he he's probably making more mistakes than mac jones because he's prone to make mistakes and turn the ball over but it ain't looking like what we've seen in the last two and a half years i mean don't you think if you put him on like the rams right now that he's yeah. we're talking about him as a like a he's he's worse than bowler? he's worse than jared goff he's on the rams mm, i don't I get, about that i bet the rams I, are jared goff wasn't bad in la i just i have memories of it being, the rams are five and three with daniel jones right now yeah, all yeah. right that's asking a lot, but okay. Giants currently have the fifth overall park according to tankathon.com. Debo, would you rather have Jalen Hurts or Danny Dimes? Jalen. 
I mean, this is, he's just a bad, he's just blind. <laughs> no, I mean, just give it. Of, Dave Gettleman, Joe Judge, Jason Garrett, gotta go. Who else do they have on their staff? Freddie Kitchens. That's correct. I mean, gotta go. Everybody's gotta go. You gotta clean house. That's the problem with the Giants. They haven't cleaned house in a long time. They, need they to did clean, clean house. house. They just hired Joe Judge. No, they so didn't then, clean house. They need a clean house. But they're they're the they're the the girlfriend that keeps dating idiotic boys. Like now now what do they do? Like they hired Joe Judge. They thought they had their guy. Who's in charge of the hiring process now? It has to be someone different. If they thought Joe Judge was a home run and clearly bring in the GM. You got to get that right. Who's the GM for um before Dave Gettleman? Jerry, uh, Jerry Reese. Yeah, no. it was it was wasn't it? It was Jerry Reese. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, and before that, because Jerry Reese took over for Ernie Acorsi, I think. Oh, there haven't even been that many GMs. All right. Well, they they went to Super Bowls. Dave Gettleman. Yeah, so Dave Gettleman brags about how many times he uh, went to Super Bowl. Yeah, it was Ernie Acorsi, then Jerry Reese, and then um, Dave Gettleman. He loves right. to brag about how he how he went to the. They've only had six GMs in their history. That's wild. Uh, that is wild. <laughs> From 1947 to 2021, they had six general managers. George wow. Young, so they had um, Ray Walsh, 47 to 73. <laughs> that's, a, that's a haul. Um, Andy Robustelli from 74 to 78. George Young, 79 to 97. And Ernie, of course, 98 to 06. And then Jerry Reese was there for 10 years, and Gettleman's been there for three. God, he's not been there for three? Feels like a lot. Well, he, I mean, he was obviously in the in the personnel department for a while. Um, anyway. And that's because everybody on that list you just named either won a championship or went to a Super Bowl and built a team that was good. And the only person who has not, who I won't name names. Well, they're not going to do it. Um, so it rhymes with Mo Mudge. I think you mean it rhymes with it rhymes with Ray Gentleman. Mo Mudge is a funnier name. That's why it doesn't rhyme with it though. It doesn't make sense. His name's Joe Fudge. There are some rights. Like Andrew Thomas on IR, that's a problem. It's been an issue. The, the yeah. offensive line clearly an issue. Um, it doesn't matter. Kadarius Tony, but Andrew, Andrew Thomas has played well this year before he got hurt. Kadarius Tony's also hurt. He's looked really good when he played. Uh, you know, Evan Ingram has flashed a little bit, but he, you know, they're clearly going to move on from him. Um, there's some, I will say the, the Giants had a good defensive game plan tonight against the yeah. Chiefs, and we talked about it a little bit. And is that say more about the Giants? putting together a good defensive game plan? Or does that say more about that everybody's kind of doing the same thing against the Chiefs and the Chiefs still have not figured out how to beat it? Patrick oh. Graham, by the way, one second. Patrick Graham, by the way, former Patriots assistant, he's actually doing well as defense coordinator. I don't know if this means he should be a head coach because sometimes it doesn't work out that way, especially in the Belichick right. coaching tree, but he's doing well. But I think it says more about the Chiefs' inability to, to do things offensively. Well, uh, and uh, as Debo pointed out, I've, I missed this when you put it in the Tankathon draft order, but the they actually have, because the Bears have been terrible too, they have two top 11 picks right now. So you can attract, a, you know, if you had Daniel Jones, where it's like, look, we don't need you to fix Daniel Jones, but just keep him around for another year. Like, see if it, see if you can make it work. And if you want to draft somebody, draft somebody. You know, if you have two top 11 picks or, or you know, trade down and wait another year. See if they will give up Patrick Mahomes for your two top 11 picks. Maybe so, so, hey, a little uh, sneak peek. up on you, but at least call. Sneak peek for the draft show tomorrow. Uh, in my latest mock draft, I have the Giants picking fifth taking uh, Kyle Hamilton, the safety on Notre Dame, who's a superstar in the making, but I don't know if he's going to change your beast, man. And then taking an offensive lineman at the ninth pick. So they're not sexy picks. They're not going to fix this team. I think it has to start with the the people making the personnel decisions and the in-game coaching decisions if you're going to change this, the the trajectory of this, this program, as they say in college. Yep. 
Um, okay. That'll do. That'll do. That'll do. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll have uh, YouTube shows at 1 p.m. and 3.30 p.m. on Tuesday. Make sure and swing by. We'll be live, of course, at those times. Reach Wilson and Britton. See you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.